Recording. Hello, welcome to another McLaren Fans podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Donnelly. Joining me, as always, is Sarah Merritt. Say hello, Sarah. Well, I'm supposed to say hello, Sarah, at this point, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go, ah, did you know we won a race yesterday? You've spoiled it for everybody who's not watched the race yet. Do you know oh, that? Oh, they're not going to be listening to our podcast and not watch the race. <laughs> At least I've stopped crying now. Now introduce our guest. <laughs> uh, yeah, this week's guest is um, a good friend of uh, mine and Sarah's, um, John Leonard. Uh, we've been to quite a few races together, including Monza a few times, haven't we, John? We have indeed, Andy. And uh, yeah, I think um, it's definitely a track that we would go to again. I kind of wish we were all there this weekend, really, that's just gone. I think uh, John is also the culprit of taking the photo of Andy that we love to see retweeted as much as possible, <laughs> is he not? <laughs> yeah. I think it was uh, our other, other northern friend who uh, attends Grand Prix, uh, Graham McIntosh. Graham's safety car McIntosh, as we yeah. call him. Yes. He does love a safety car. I love he does a love safety a safety car. car. <laughs> so yeah, there's um, I'll, I'll tweet it out later. But there's a photograph of me sat looking rather overjoyed at being under the Ferrari flag, um, which is not really a problem most times. But there was actually there were cars on track. They were going. It was just at the time Ericsson had his accident yeah. at the end of the straight. Yeah. So we sat there, and all we could hear is over the rest of the crowd going, ooh, ah, oh, my God. And we can just see the red and yellow of a massive Ferrari flag. I wasn't <laughs> impressed. No, it's, it's one of those things you expect to see at Monza. We all looked for it on the television, but it's a bit like the orange flares that they let off at races now for Max. They're great for a visual spectacle, but they're a bit, Naff if you're sat next door to them and they're blocking your view, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, all part of the experience, like you say. This is and, true. This is yeah. true. So, should we get on to the race weekend? Because, um, you know, I, don't, I think we've got a few things we need to cover, don't we? So, let's let's just go very quickly through the first few bits because <laughs> I think we've got a lot to talk about race weekend. So, Quali on Friday, we did all right. Fourth and fifth, I thought we looked quite strong. Then the sprint race, I thought we had a great start by both cars. Yep. Um, despite Gasly tapping Ricardo, he could have easily had a puncture off that. Um, we were on the soft tyre and we looked pretty strong. And obviously that gave us the second and third place starts after Bottas um, got his penalty. I thought we did really did well. Did you... Did you actually watch the sprint race, Andy? I've watched the sprint race, yes. I'll just check in. <laughs> I'll get on to the other bit later. Um, all I would say is that, for, for me, I, I quite enjoyed the sprint race this time. How did I? <laughs> what the fuck were those medals? They uh, looked like... Me, they... We, don't, we don't swear on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to anyone that lets their children or their dog listen to this. I yeah, can apologies only apologize. to all of the dogs out there that are now going to swear. Please, please don't be shocked. Yeah. So you didn't like you didn't like the medals then, Andy? No, they look cheap. They look cheap. They look like you've just bought them from like, you know, F1 Poundland. 
or, or Timpsons the shoemakers who uh, yeah. do do uh, um, cups and things you can buy to give away at the junior football club. Yeah, they, they, they did like look. That, they yeah. just look cheap. They look like an afterthought. So I wasn't that they impressed. Did. I guess they thought the reeds looked a bit crap, so they thought they'd got to move on from that, and this is where they landed. Well, what are we going to get next? You got any thoughts, John? What are they going to bring out next for instead of the medals or the wreaths? Well, I think they should uh, bring back the old robot carrying uh, medals or, or, or things. Oh, yeah, good old carry- trophy bot. Yeah, trophy <laughs> bot. But I think yes. I, I didn't quite enjoy the sprint race. Um, I think it's a bit of a, it's a strange format. I don't quite get it. I know it sets the grid for the Sunday, but it was quite a, there wasn't much excitement after the first, what, two laps. It was just very processional, you know, no one could overtake anybody. And I thought the race would be really boring. Obviously, I was very wrong. So, you know, but I understand from the Saturday's point of view, um, McLaren did really well. Um, but it was, yeah, the whole, the whole Sunday thing just was just, just a different level. I think the last two Monza races has been sort of quite a good race to watch on a Sunday. Yes, they have indeed. But going back to the sprint race quickly, John, my feelings from seeing a survey of Twitter, and this is me doing it, looking at people's tweets, is if you're a Lewis fan and you you didn't do so well in the sprint race, you tended to complain about the sprint race this time round. But if you're someone whose team moved up or did well through the sprint race, you seem to like the format. So I'm wondering how long it will be before... uh, you know, everybody gets around of not liking the sprint race that week, you know, that kind of thing. It just seems to look that way to me at the moment. Can we have one more sprint race weekend this this year? Allegedly, in Brazil. Right. So there you go. <laughs> it might not happen. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I think that's the thing, isn't it? That, you know, um, I think once you've had three of them, you can kind of make your mind up a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, Brazil was this is a totally different track, isn't it? So there we go. Right. Brazil. Brazil, that rings a bell. Couldn't that be the place where we won our last race? I think it is. I think we won our last race there, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We did. I'm just I'm just seeing links all the time back to yeah. McLaren winning, you see. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it at all, and, and it may be a spoiler before we get to the end of this part. <laughs> we won a race yesterday. Did you know that? Well, no, I didn't until somebody rang me. (laughs) (laughs) You best get this out of the way and tell the story quickly now before we start talking about the race. Yeah, obviously, I've waited a long, long time for McLaren to win a race. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, enjoyed the podiums that we've had recently, and I was like, right, you know, we are going to win at some point. It's going to be amazing. Going to be on their Jimmy seat and everything else like that, and. I didn't actually get to see the race live this weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's the end of the podcast for this week. Goodbye. <laughs> so tell them what you were doing so that everyone knows you weren't just a, a, a lightweight fan and you had a real reason for this. Yeah, I didn't ex- I didn't just go to the pub or something like that. Um, I, I was doing uh, the, the Great North Run, which is a half marathon, 13-mile run uh, in the city of Newcastle. Um, and I was raising money for a, for a charity that's quite close to um, sort of you know my family and stuff like that. So uh, it was for a really good cause. Um, it just so happened that the start time of when I had to start running 
was pretty much the same time as when the race started. So I had absolutely no chance whatsoever. So unless I'd actually beat the world record for a half marathon, which was highly unlikely, I was never going to see the start of the race or the end of it. So there you go. Yes. And and tell them how you found out about the race, Andy. Um, yeah, somebody rang me, didn't they, Sarah? <laughs> You know what? I was so excited. I was busting a gut to just go, ah, we've won a race. And and you were my first thought. And uh, and you let me down somewhat because you went, what? <laughs> <laughs> In a very sort of northern grumpy sort of what? What's happened? <laughs> I, I just ran 13. I literally had just run 13 miles. I'll I was, I was feeling pretty knackered. And you rang me and you went, <laughs> do you know what's happened? And I went, what? <laughs> It was such a big thing. I thought, you yeah. know, you'd have sensed it with your Jedi vibes. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> you know, I, I'd not been on Twitter for the whole of the afternoon, so I, I didn't catch anything. But yeah, you know, what it, what, I, what I would say is, though, it did, you know, as I was travelling back from the, the run, I, I did go for it. It was great to see so many of our um, fellow McLaren fr- fans and friends out there all celebrating in their own ways. It was really nice to see. Um, and, you know, I think there was um, people going to see the sign at um, the MTC. I think you went along, didn't you, Sarah? I did indeed. It was emotional. Um, it was one of my first thoughts after the races. Oh, are they going to light up the sign? I, I thought about that. And um, and then I saw Chris Lawton. And for those of you that don't know, give give Chris Lawton a follow on Twitter. He um, is one of our most knowledgeable people that we speak to at MTC, um, who takes us on tours and, and helps run the McLaren Hospitality. And he tweeted a picture next to the sign. And when I saw that, I ran upstairs and said to Nick, who was watching the football, we've got to go to Woking. We've got to get in the car. We've got to go to Woking. Um, and I was talking to uh, some friends, Sarah Webb and Scott Houghton at the time. And I said, right, we're going to Woking. Are you going to go? Um and and we met there. Um, so it's about an hour and hour and forty five minutes for me to get to Woking. Um, but we jumped in the car and we went. And uh, I'm so glad I did, Andy. You know, not only were we there and we got some pictures, and there were other McLaren fans turning up, but also a lot of local people that lived in the area of Woking were going round the roundabout, beeping the horns, waving, oh, yeah, waving out of the window um, and going woo as they went by. Um, and then one by one, people turned up. And of course, you know what it's like when you take a photo, unless you're taking a selfie, one of you's always not in that photograph. So there we all were going, oh, do you want us to take a photo of you to all these families who were there at the sign? Oh, could, do you want a photo with our banner as well? Yep, yeah, have that. So, uh, so yeah, it was a really, really nice moment. It found like we'd felt somewhere to go, found somewhere to go and celebrate. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I wish I, wish I could have done that. Um, next win. That's what I've got to do, I think. Next week. Well, try and watch it on the telly first, mate. You know. Okay, all right. Fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> um, Should we talk about race, seeing as we yeah. talked about after race? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I, I would say just kind of quick overview. I thought, uh, you know, actually I have, just so that you know, everyone knows, I have watched the race back in its entirety today. So I do, I have seen it now. Um, and the bit, the bit that obviously... I didn't know until I watched it today was Ricardo led in the first corner. Yep. And 
basically we kept the lead of that race all the way through. We weren't looked this win. We we won it no. on merit. Not yeah, on but you, I like but you on... saying that. It wasn't on me, but I do feel that I was part of it. Yeah. Um, you're right. You're right. It wasn't, you know, a lot of people have been putting on Twitter, oh, you know, would Lewis and, and Verstappen have got past them? But Max wasn't getting past Dan after he took that lead. You know, Lewis yeah. wasn't getting past Lando where he did. But, you know, it's, I felt that we were in a really, really strong place, totally on merit, as you say. And we deserve to be there, God damn it. You know, it, it was it was brilliant. And I think watching it, John, have to, you join in and tell me what you think here. It was quite nerve wracking, wasn't it? Because when something happens like that, you always think, oh, so it's going to go wrong. It's going to be taken away from us. I'm so excited we're doing well. But what if X, Y, Z happens? Um, what did you think, John, when you were watching it? Um, I was very excited when I was shouting the telly from my my neighbours would have thought it was like <laughs> something was happening next door. Um, but it, Danny Rick proves why McLaren signed him in that first corner. He's very, very good on the breaks. He's a very Luke, good agree on that, 100%. Last of the yeah. late breakers, and he just took Max. And Max, Max was going to have to have to bail whatever he did. He had the little sort of um, knowledge that Max would have to come out of, out of that move. Which he obviously didn't do in the later in the later race, but there you go. We'll talk about that later on. But I think McLaren had the sort of the, the best car, and it, it, it worked on that track. And you know, when I was watching it back on the um, Sky, Andreas was it Seidel? Seidel, yeah. You know, he said he said that yes, we won, but remember, it's not 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 the full story. It's all about the team. It's all about, you know, we lost really badly at the Dutch Grand Prix, you know, a week ago. So it's said, yeah. you know, yes, we won. We're going to get excited. We're going to have a big party. But, you know, McLaren can McLaren can um, go for a world championship in that car probably next year because, you know, the, the regulations will be reset. And I think it's good going back to Mercedes. You know, we've had a lot of success with Mercedes over the last, you know, over the last what, 15, 20 years. I think so. And I think, you know, Andy, we always talk about the Honda years in inverted The Honda years. I'm going to have to get the a clip for that. We do. We need, we need a little like Darth Vader voice that comes in. Um, we always talk about that and we talk about the difficulties. And, you know, I fully bought into McLaren going with Honda. I knew what they were saying. You know, being a customer you know, and, and being a works team, I knew what we were buying into and I really believed it. But as those years got tougher and tougher, then you start to think of the hazy days of being a Mercedes customer and, and what that means. And, um, yeah. and and they've proved it. they proved it this season. When you've got a 75-place um, grid penalty at Spa, yeah. kind of, it's kind of the lowest of the low point, isn't it, really? <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. And it felt like we were on a journey, but I don't think any of us knew quite how long that journey was going to take. Um <laughs> And how painful it would be, um, and and yet we stuck with the team, as we always say. You know, we didn't go anywhere; we stuck with the team, and uh, and that's part of the reason. I don't know if I've mentioned it. Did you know we won a race yesterday? That's part of the reason. I'm so bloody excited. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> In fact, we got a one-two, Sarah. I can't, I can't stop going on. About yeah, it, it wasn't just a, a win; it was a one-two. You're right. John. I know. Yeah. I know. It was like waiting for a bus. You thought one was going to come along and then you got both. The first, <laughs> first one, two of the year as well. 
Yeah, and our yeah. first one in 218 races since Canada 2010. Yeah. So a long time ago, over a decade. But um, our first win since 2012, which is why I'm wearing my MP427 hat. Yeah. And I've also got my sponsor T-shirt on from that time. So I've gone a bit, gone a bit retro tonight. So remember where we've come from. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, looks, it looks brand new. Well, it's funny, isn't it? You buy some team kit, and I, I don't know if you remember these hats. They're really quite nice when you touch them. They feel a bit corduroy. They've got a bit of texture to them. And it looks, it looks like it's brand new. I mean, it is signed. Um, and, and the same with this top. I wear it all the time. Um, it washes up really well, and it, it looks like brand new. None of, the, none of the transfers have come off. I wonder what we could be getting at here. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have a, a podcast special. I had a, um, I had a hat similar to uh, Sarah's uh, hat, but it didn't make it back from America. In that fateful well, US Grand Prix, that, oh, you did yeah. go to the wettest race in history, John. Even uh, until Spa that. this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was that's the wettest Grand Prix in history that actually ran. Yeah. Yes. So back back to the race yes. um, that we won. I don't that know if we won. That. The race that yeah. we won. It will now be known as the race we won. Um, <laughs> I. I and this is going to shock a lot of people out there. How yeah. brilliant were our pit stops? Amazing! And I tweeted you, which you wouldn't have seen, throughout the race and said, oh, my God, 2.4 second pit stop. But the other thing that played into our hands there, Andy, I don't know if you took this in when watching the race, other people's pit stops were crap. Yeah. Even people who are normally very quick. I thought it was quite, <laughs> I thought it was quite um, telling that Red Bull said, McLaren have done a pit stop. It was 2.4 seconds. That's pretty slow. And then they boxed their car and had an 11 second stop. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on. you just should, should that, you know, <laughs> just live across the radio. So there you go. Um, yeah. And then obviously we had the uh, incident with Verstappen and Lewis on about lap 23. Um, yeah. What did you think when you watched that back? Ah. Uh, Race and incident for me. Either of them could have given each other. The Stanton could have pulled out. Hamilton could have given him a bit more room. Nine, nine times out of ten, the Stanton's car wouldn't have bounced over there. He would have just gone over the curb. It just this is how things happen. What did you think, John? I agree with the Sky people who who have actually won a world championship. Damon Hill, um, who Johnny Herbert won a race or a few races. And he said it was a technical foul. Max Verstappen should have pulled out of that move at the, the second corner. He should have done what Lewis did on the um, first lap and said, right, I can't actually overtake. I'm going to have an accident and just bail to the left-hand side and you wouldn't have had that accident. Yes, he might have overtook him at the next corner or the next chicane, but I agree with what Stuart said. You know, It was definitely Max Verstappen's fault. Um, and I agree with what... Um, Damon Hill and Johnny Herbert said on the Sky commentary, it was a tactical foul. Um, I'm surprised that the stewards give him a free place drop because it was very similar to the British Grand Prix. Now I thought, you know, um, Hamilton was at fault predominantly. Um, even obviously, I didn't, I didn't, I did see the race live, but then I had to watch it on back on the telly. Um, but I thought, you know, it was Hamilton's fault. He shouldn't have put his car in that position. He should have backed out, but 
goes back to Imola, goes back to Barcelona. Hamilton backed out and Verstappen didn't. So. I don't think this will be the last time we see them together this season, to be honest. No, it's a bit time. It's a bit like a perfect storm. You yeah. could feel it brewing. You knew it was coming. But, but if, if that happens and we benefit from it, then I'm all for it. Um, you know, as we, long as no one gets hurt, yes, that's exactly. quite right, yes. Andy. Once again, the Halo did a fantastic yeah. job. And, and, and I think... I wasn't really happy when um, Max just got out of the car and just went off in a bit of a sulk. Didn't say, yeah, are you all right, Lewis? Uh, you're fine. I know he was trying to reverse the car out, but he just went on a big sulk and sulked all the way to the garage and went to see um, Marco. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, John, but at the time I saw it happen live on the television, the view they showed us initially was them going off into the gravel and I didn't realise how far up initially... Max's car was on top of Lewis's helmet. Um, I saw them go off and I went, no, like that, because I knew what it meant for us. I knew that it was taking away some of our jeopardy. Um, and it wasn't until the replay started to be churned out from different angles with different cameras that you saw the slow-mo, you saw the wheel on top of the halo and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, you know, when you think about what could have been if the halo wasn't there, then that would have been a, a, a shocking thing very much so. Um, and how many times now has the halo been proven to save someone from injury? Yeah, more than more than we know now. I think it's definitely proven. So yeah. on the back of that, we got then got a safety car for six laps. Um, and this is the bit where I kind of, when I watched it today, I went, yeah, this is this is where we made that race hours on the restart. Yeah. So you, Danny Rick, um, had a hell of a good restart, but Lando passing Leclerc at the curve of Grandi on the inside of it. That, for me, was probably the overtake of the whole race. Yeah. It, it takes, um, I was going to say something different, but big kahunas to do that. <laughs> we we know about well. balls. Yeah. Yeah. On, the, on the grass. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, and Brundle commented on that, didn't he, on the... Uh... On the on the commentary, yeah, uh, Lando was committing. He was going. He was driving like a man possessed, and uh, and he he got that position. Yeah, and then and then he, you know, af- after that, it was really just kind of, can we get to the end with a, with about ten laps to go? Obviously, we had Lando on the radio saying, yeah. right, is this what we need to do for the team? Very much the team best? player. What's best yeah. for the team? Let's do this. And he looked really happy. To get that P two, obviously it's his first P two, but he didn't. Yep. He, you know, when you see Bottas kind of getting a P two behind Lewis, he looks like you know he's just chewed a wasp. Sometimes, like yeah, it looks like it's the end of the world for him coming yeah. second of the world. Whereas it? Lando was over the moon, and and I think the team radio celebrations really sort of put that across as well. So, I'm I'm going to say, even though I watched it back and I knew what the result was. I still felt nervous those last 10 laps. <laughs> I was still sat there going, oh, don't, don't anything go wrong. But I can only imagine what it was like for you guys watching it live. So give us a bit of a taste of the feeling of that. Um, you know, how did you find that, Sarah? The last five laps, I kept looking down at my phone and Nick kept going, watch the television, Sarah, you're going to miss it. Like it was going to happen in a second. Um, and I was getting nervous. I was getting very fidgety. And um, 
about, I don't know, a lap before the end, I just burst into tears and I sat there crying. And I'm not ashamed to tell you that, guys, because that's how much it means to me. I'm passionate about my team. I'm passionate about this sport. And like I've said before, make no joke of the fact that going and travelling all around the world and seeing your team lose and get huge grid penalties is tough. And it has been tough for us. And we never wavered in our support. Even when people were taking the piss out of us at races, holding our banners up, I still did it. I still had my McLaren and people go, oh, believe in McLaren. Oh, that's funny, isn't it? You know, well, newsflash people, I did believe in McLaren. And yesterday it all came true. And I was just, so, I kept crying, but I was so happy. Um, and I took a selfie at the end of the race because I just wanted to record that moment. And I did put that on Twitter and you can see I'm crying my eyes out. <laughs> Did you do it? Did you do it, it um, was happy. It was happy. Did you do a shoey though? Did I do a what? Shoey. A shoey? Sorry, mm. I, I was mistaken by your accent then, John. No, I didn't do a shoey. Uh, Nick went and got a really nice bottle of LPR out of the uh, wine fridge and we had a genuine glass of champagne. I didn't do a shoey. I had sandals on. I figured that that would be a waste of a very nice bubbly liquid to watch it roll out and not actually sit inside them. <laughs> Did you do a shoey, John? No, no, no. Not, not however, however, there have been some fans out there who have done some. I've seen them on Twitter today. Um, Charlie, Gino, Nikki, and Jacko, all uh, people who um, might, well, some of them might be on the podcast soon. Most of them have been on the podcast. There was a little video going around of them doing a shoey, and it was really good to see. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how. Um, I think maybe we need to do one before the next podcast. What, a shoey? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe... I saw Gino did his with a bottle of Coke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, on brand, they are our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We could have had a husky shoey. That would be a bit icky, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to throw your shoe out after that, I think. Yeah. You, I think you want well. that. But did the you other... see Lando's face when he did the shoey on the podium? Yeah. Um, and he turned around and spat it all out behind him because he said Dan's shoe didn't taste very good. <laughs> yeah. Did Zach do one as well? Yeah. Yes. Thought he yes. Did, yeah. I think uh, Lando said so he didn't like the taste of uh, champagne or sparkling wine or whatever the, the uh, stuff that you use on the podium. No, because he always says he doesn't drink much anyway, so it's probably not for him. Um, I, think, I think the only thing I was a little bit nervous about was about 10 laps before the end um, in the radio, the conversation, it was like, are they going to tell Danny Rick to move across? That was a thing was like, because that would have been good for Danny Rick, but cause he, he was holding, he was, was slightly going slow and, and obviously he was, you know, he was taking the pack back. But yeah, you know. I yeah, but as soon as Lando came on the radio and said, you know, Perez is catching up. me, Danny Rick got a wriggle yeah. on. So, it, yeah. it, we had pace in the car at the end. That's the thing. So fastest lap, fastest lap at the uh, last last lap as well. Yeah, thanks, there. Dan. Fifty to one for Sarah on Skybet. Thank you very much. Fastest lap. <laughs> Need to yeah. buy two bottles of champagne now. Very really. Do you know how much it costs? <laughs> I don't. I don't drink, so I don't know. So. <laughs> Well, well, the one we were drinking was is about sixty quid a bottle. So no, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, what was great to see as well was yeah. all of the fan celebrations that we've seen on Twitter. 
mostly the team celebrations as well. So some of these yeah. guys, like like you mentioned earlier, um, Chris, um, you know, we, we know Chris pretty well. Um, there's nothing yep. that he doesn't know about McLaren if you ever want to ask him a question. That is a definite challenge. Um, but obviously, you know, some of the guys that were there back at the factory, some of the mechanics, people on the pit wall, some of the media guys, some of the guys who do some of the um, uh, sort of uh, videography, some of the girls who do the social media, you know, all the men, the women at McLaren, I just want to say thank you. It's a massive team effort. It's not just about one driver. It's not about two drivers. It's also not just about the people at the racetrack. And it's also not just about one weekend. It's about a whole build-up to this and a whole yep. months and months of working and planning to get to this point. And yep. I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much. Salute you all for your hard work, the time when you're not with your families, the times when you're travelling and it isn't always fun. We know that when there's triple headers and all of that kind of thing, the hard work has really paid off. And I hope, hope you'll get a bonus, um, but I hope you've enjoyed celebrating this moment and it's, it's made it feel very worthwhile for you because we, the fans really appreciate it. I want to shout out one particular member of staff that I think is quite important. And that's Dan Bonilla, who's worked at McLaren for ages. And uh, when we were lucky enough to go to a Mika Hakkinen event there, uh, he was on stage because he was uh, had built some of the parts that went onto Mika's car. Um, now Dan grew a beard, and he decided he was not going to shave it off until McLaren won a race again. Um, so he was pretty hairy, to be honest. Um, but if you look at if you look at Dan on Twitter, Dan Bond nineteen seventy three, I think his Twitter account is. Um, you can see a before and after photo. Dan shaved his his beard off today or last night and he shared that on social so uh so give that a look and uh and give him a tweet and uh he now says he's not gonna shave again until we win a world championship so good on him <laughs> yeah hopefully I think, soon i think there's some obviously uh races that are going, going to be coming up that mclaren can win again you know there's no reason why you can't mclaren can't win a, another race again this season because the car is that good in certain conditions. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. I think once you've done it once, then yeah, it, you know what to do. You know what happens. You know what to do next. Um, and despite despite Brundle saying, you know, McLaren are a team with DNA of winning and everything else like that. A lot of the people who are at the team now, that have jo- you know might have only joined in the last sort of ten years. This might be their first win or the first yep. taste of victory. Yeah, there might have been other teams where there's been victory or something like that. But, you know, a lot of them are probably finding out for the first time what it's like to to be a McLaren employee and winning. <laughs> so, that's I, hope they, that, I hope they um, still get a win bonus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the time that we went to um, the um, MTC, Andy, and we walked down the boulevard and we went past all the trophies, and it was like, it was unbelievable. You have to walk past that every single day that you have to have it. If you want a coffee or a tea or a soft drink, you've got to walk past that every single day. That's the winning mentality that, that McLaren has or had and now, yep. ha- now has. Yeah, 
I would be getting the coffee every 10 minutes just to go and look at the trophies, to be honest. <laughs> you'd, you'd be in trouble, Andy, because you'd keep going to the MTC cash till to draw out money. So you've got a receipt that said the Power and Technology Centre on it, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, we might have done that in the past. We have done that, yes. Bank, bank of Ron. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, one thing that didn't happen yesterday yes. that I kind of thought might have happened but didn't was um, when we used to win before, we had a winner's T-shirt. We had the Rock and Red T-shirts and things like that. And I was kind of wondering whether we'd see the return of something like that, maybe even a papaya one or something special. Well, but I see another side to that, Andy. Yeah. I used to get pissed off with paying 40 or 50 quid to keep buying a shirt that I was never going to get to wear. In fact, I used to always wear my Rocket Red shirt to the gym because there'd been so many years that it had just stayed in its plastic bag and never come out. Um, So yesterday when I went to the sign, I put on a papaya shirt. I put on this year's team shirt in papaya orange because that felt to me like celebrating. So although we haven't got a winner's T-shirt available to us, you know, that's, that's kind of, that felt to me like the right thing to do. Did you wear something special to work today because of yesterday's win? I've got my Danny Rick hoodie on today, which I wore at work. And I've also got my orange team Oh, no, he's going to show us his pen. <laughs> um, I've, I've got my special Lando T-shirt on, which I've work, um, been to work in Silverstone today. Silverstone one, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there that have worn similar sort of stuff. Got an orange bra on. Not showing, <laughs> not showing that on the podcast. Ladies, Marks and Spencers has got papaya underwear at the moment. Just just saying. <laughs> and if you're a man and you like that kind of thing, you can buy it too. <laughs> <laughs> we don't judge on the podcast. No we judgment judge. here whatsoever. <laughs> right. Um, we've got about just a couple of minutes left. So, right. I'm going to ask you both a question here, right? Ooh. When do you think the next win will be? Give me a race or give me a year. This year. This year. What about you, John? I think this year, uh, USA. USA. You think USA? Oh. I you know, think if we, I think if we go to Brazil, we might win there. Yes. What about Mexico? I, yeah. Could do. Mexico's a bit like Silverstone, though. So. And of course, we don't. I don't know enough about the Saudi Arabian track to, to comment yeah. on that one. If um, we do a if we do a short Bahrain one, yeah, a Bahrain there as well. Yeah, yeah, it's all about speed. So there you go. Right, let's see what happens. But yeah, um, I honestly didn't think we would be celebrating a win this soon. Um, because I just thought this year would be about podiums, really getting a few podiums and that. So to have a win is amazing. Um, and once again, I'm just I'm going to finish just by saying thanks to all the team, thanks to everybody who put the effort in, and let's go to the next race and just do our best there again. Sarah, what's the next race? Because I haven't written it down on my notes. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you're asking. Russia. That. Is it Russia? Is it's it Russia? Russia? It is Russia, yeah, it isn't is. it? Yeah. 
I had a blank moment because I was about to go, Woo, we won the race yesterday! Because I right. feel like I should do that as often as possible. Okay, do it now because you've got less than a minute. We won the race yesterday! Ah! Right. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for joining us, John. And then you. see you again soon. Thanks, um, John. And obviously thank you, Sarah, for coming on as always. And we will be back after the Russian Grand Prix in a couple of weeks' time. In the meantime, send us your pictures of you celebrating or doing a shoey or anything else like that. Or maybe you've shaved the beard off. Um... <laughs> I think there's only one Dan that's done that. Right. Well, maybe Dan. Maybe Dan <laughs> listens. Who knows? So Well, um, we'll tell him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go out there and celebrate because you never know when it might be the last time we have a race win for a 